Hello, and welcome to the Book Marketing Simplified Podcast. I'm Jen Hansen DePaula. And I'm Marcus DePaula. And these days, Jen, social media can be a minefield, <laughs> can be a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. And so it's understandable that a lot of people may choose not to use social media for marketing their book. So let's talk about it. Is it actually worth it to brave the drawbacks of social media to reap the benefits of using it for your book marketing campaigns? It's not a perfect world, right? <laughs> no matter what you say or no matter what you look at. And the thing with social media is that it is a comparison tool. Mm-hmm. Like it's very easy for authors to sit there and get into a bad headspace or a bad mindset with it because they think, oh, I'm not doing enough or I'm not doing this correctly or I'm not doing it as well as Sally. And a big complaint, obviously, that I hear from a lot of people is that they think that it's a complete time suck Mm -hmm. and that it's time that they could be spending writing or they could be spending, you know, doing other things. And I totally, totally get that. I understand. But coming from a time before we had social media, I'm a recovering publicist. I worked in marketing and publicity well before social media came around. And I can honestly say that tapping into social media makes building awareness for you and your book 10 million times easier than the old traditional way that we used to market. So before we actually talk about the ways that authors can effectively use social media to directly connect with their audience, which Mm -hmm. is the benefit we have over the old way, which is having to go through the gatekeepers and the magazines and Mm -hmm. the TV stations and radio stations and all that stuff. What are the drawbacks that we should be mindful of as we enter into this space to make sure that it doesn't get the best of us? We need to understand that, yes, social media outlets are a business. Their main focus is to keep people on that outlet. Keep them scrolling. As long as possible. (laughs) That is something that we fall victim to a lot. It's easy. It's very easy. It's sucked in. And it's something that we all struggle with. And I think that when you go into it with, it's not discipline. I don't want to say that. It's just awareness. Yeah. And something that I did very early on, and honestly, sometimes I still do it, is I set a timer. Mm. Or like if you're on Instagram, they also have time limits that you can set in your settings mm-hmm. to alert you to say, hey, you've spent your allotted time. Do you want to continue on right. Instagram? And that's something that I really like about Instagram is that they are aware of this and they're giving you tools to kind of stop that you know mindless scroll mm-hmm. fog that we fall into. So just being aware that, yes, we can get easily distracted and spend way more time than what needs to be spent on social media. But when you go into it intentionally, that is where you can kind of combat that fight that you have within yourself of wanting to stay on. Yes. If you go in thinking of it as this is a tool for me to connect with my readers Mm -hmm. and that is the primary purpose for me and you go in with the mindset of not getting sucked in, 
I also want to address really quickly the whole aspect of how there's so much negativity on social media. Mm -hmm. I know for me personally, I tried to focus on those accounts, and you've talked about this before, mm -hmm. is making these experiences enjoyable for yourself. Because mm -hmm. if it's not enjoyable for yourself, then why would you want to spend time there? Yes. But being aware of the fact that because of how the algorithms work, the more you interact with this kind of stuff you do want to see, and the more you don't interact or mute or block the accounts that are talking about stuff that you don't want to hear the more enjoyable that time you spend there intentionally mm -hmm. is going to be for you. So it makes it easier. Absolutely. And it's, again, being intentional with building a community of people that you want to engage with. Yes. And it takes time. It does. And sometimes it takes some decisions of, okay, do I need to mute this person? Or yeah. do I need to completely unfollow them? Even if they're a family member. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but again, I focus a lot on the word intention. Mm-hmm. Because I think that it's a very important word on everything that we do with social media. When we talk about creating a feed that you enjoy being on, it means you don't have to follow every single person that follows you. Right. You do not have to feel obligated to follow certain companies or certain people or certain authors. Developing a community that you enjoy and that feeds to you just as much as you feed to it mm -hmm. is very important. And I think that that is something like through, especially the past two years, like when you're on Twitter and you're like, oh, this murder, you know, yeah. you're, you're so frustrated with some of the people that you're following. I've said, I'm just going to go over to my Instagram and talk about books. Right. And <laughs> <laughs> but in this past year, the way I have kind of weeded out the political Twitter my feed is a lot more pleasant for me yes. to spend time in now, and I've been a lot less angry. Yes. <laughs> Another frustration that people have is the fact that it does take time yeah. to build a following. And I get it. I totally, totally understand. And honestly, it does take time, for one. Mm -hmm. But two... It also requires you to kind of go and do an audit mm. every once in a while, looking through your feed and thinking, does this feel more like a catalog? You know, mm -hmm. like those old catalogs that you sift through to find something to buy? Right. Or is it like a magazine? Right. Where you're sharing information. And yeah, there's an ad every once in a while, but... Is it contributing to the conversation? So if you are a fiction writer, one of the best things that you can do is talk about books that you're reading yeah. because that's how you connect with other readers. If you write nonfiction, are you focused on addressing a specific problem or question that your ideal reader has? It doesn't need to be uber fancy. In fact, when you can be very focused on one or two topics, you are going to see so much more, not only growth, but interaction with people that want to hear from you. Right. And yes, it is a slow growth, but when we're only focused on the numbers, you're going to pull your hair out yeah. because it is never going to be enough. And something that I always like to do is if you have like 300 people on your Instagram, for example, go to Google and Google 300 people audience. Mm-hmm. 
And you can see how many people that is. Yeah. If you were physically in a room with 300 people, that's a pretty huge thing. You would be trembling. (laughs) (laughs) And if you go in, like thinking of an auditorium with 5,000 people. Yeah. Holy cow. And even 100 people. It's still a lot. Don't rank your worth or your quality as an author based on the number of people that are following on social media. Right. Getting back to the the negativity that's typically associated with social media, if you are chasing that number of followers, oh, well, this other author has 10,000 followers. Mm -hmm. I only have 400. This isn't worth my time. That's a wrong mindset. But also, I know that there are a lot of authors out there that are trying to grow on social media because they want to be published by a traditional publishing house. Right. And that in itself is a struggle I totally understand. I'm not saying all publishers or all agents say you have to have like X amount of but followers. But it's common advice it is. that we hear a lot. And dealing with the publisher and agent expectations and that advice of you need at least X amount of followers to progress with your career. That's a whole other discussion, which we've talked about a little bit before, but we can save that for another podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We already brought up a couple of the benefits of having that direct connection as opposed to having to go through a gatekeeper like we used to before Mm -hmm. social media. What are some of the other benefits that authors should be mindful of as they intentionally spend their time on social media? One of the most surprising and wonderful benefits has been not just connecting with people within your country, but worldwide. Yes. You are connecting with people far beyond the reach of just within like the United States or within Australia or wherever you're at. And I think that that is something that many people kind of overlook at how hard it used to be to connect with an international audience. Well, let's talk through that. So if you choose not to use social media today, your options for connecting with your audience are hiring a publicist. Trying to get TV interviews, trying to get on podcasts. It could also be trying to connect with people who have the attention of a broader audience. So like if there's a person who heads up a conference Mm. that you're trying to speak at or someone who has a large book club or someone like that. People who have the attention of a larger group of people within a specific audience that you're looking for. Right. You've talked about connecting with librarians. Yes. And local bookstores. So that's another- Chamber of Commerce, all of these different things. But if you were to want to do an international reach, you would have to reach out to specific media and specific journalists in other countries. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. (laughs) And it's something that you don't realize how easy it is to connect with people directly through social media. Yourself. Yes. Without a publicist. Without having to pay. Yeah. And that's the other thing that has kind of gotten lost is realizing how expensive Expensive and how limiting it used to be mm-hmm. because now anyone can go out and grow their own audience 
Well, and when you were still doing publicity for musicians before you started working with authors, I would help you assemble these mailer kits. Oh, Lord. Yeah. We had to buy bubble mailers. We had to do postage and, you know, pass on that fee to your clients. Now you can do all of that online, right. but it's the same thing. You have to have knowledge on how to execute those things. Right. It's not saying that social media solves all of your problems, but... It's the easiest path. It is. It's the most direct path. All right, we know now what the drawbacks of social media are, mm -hmm. and hopefully we've convinced you how it's worth actually spending your time when you can be intentional mm -hmm. and put boundaries on your time to make sure you don't get sucked in. So what should authors actually be focusing on as they dive into social media to be a part of their marketing strategy? So the biggest thing is your mindset of realizing that social media is about connection and awareness. It's not about selling. Right. I think that that's where authors start to feel gross, mm -hmm. <laughs> like a used car salesman. This is about using social media to connect with people about reading mm -hmm. and making them aware or taking them on the journey of writing your book. Or if you write nonfiction, thinking about ways that you can answer someone's questions mm -hmm. or help solve their problems. When you focus on serving your community more so than thinking about what can I get out of them right. is one of the best things that you can do. And honestly, when we try to make it all about ourselves, it's an even stronger uphill battle. Yes. And this gets back to one of the drawbacks of social media that makes it such a negative thing culturally is when we all make everything about ourselves. Yeah. But when we use this platform to make a human connection. Mm -hmm. And this is something that we're trying to change mm -hmm. is that kind of stigma that marketing is this purely promotional advertising mm -hmm. type activity. Whereas what you advocate and what you strategize is to treat it like any personal relationship. Yes. Even though there is a computer screen between you and your audience, it does not diminish the human connection. Yes. And remembering that social media is just the medium. Mm -hmm. It's how you're connecting. Hence the word media. There you go. <laughs> and if we strip off all of the, you know, perfection, all of the... Comparison. Comparison and the promotion, all that stuff. When you really strip out all of that junk and when you focus on connecting and serving... It's a completely different world. It is. And it's up to us to make it that. Yes. If you don't like what's going on, like Instagram, let's say, then change how you put yourself out there. Right. And if that's something that's holding you back, then change the narrative. Mm -hmm. You can't change the world of Instagram, but you can change how you connect with other people. So focus on what you can control rather than what you can't control. And ultimately, aren't we writing, aren't we creating as another way of connecting with other people? And so this is just an extension of that activity of writing. So what's the make it happen moment for this episode? Something that I would encourage you to do is to sit down and think of three words 
or three things that you want to focus on within your social media, meaning this, if you want to be hopeful, if you want to be encouraging, Mm. if you want to be uplifting, yes, thinking about how you want to use social media and how you want people to feel Mm -hmm. when they come across your profile. So when I was envisioning my Instagram feed, I wanted it to feel like people were sitting down across the table from me with a cup of coffee and they felt comfortable asking me any question that they want. Mm -hmm. I wanted it to feel comfortable. And that is something that has really helped change my mindset. And so thinking of words that you want people to feel when they come to your profile and what you want to project, that is something that you can very easily do to kind of change that narrative and that mindset. And maybe write it on a post-it note and stick Mm -hmm. it up somewhere where you can see on a regular basis as you interact with your followers. Yes. And to go along with this, Jen, you've created a fabulous new free resource. Yes. If you are an author who is struggling to figure out what the heck to post on social media, specifically on Instagram, to actually grow your audience of people that you want to connect with and to accomplish your specific goals on Instagram, I have a brand new free download. It's called Instagram Posting Formula, Mm. and it is going to show you exactly what to post to accomplish your specific goals on Instagram. So head over to our website, mixedismedia.com. We'll also put a link in the show notes for this episode so you can click in the app that you're listening on right now to get to this resource. And as always, let us know if you have any questions. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.